this world stuck in a safe combination is the cheap coldest reason motherfucker blood gang and i'm in bleed mode all about my dope but i don't even check the peep hole so you can keep knocking but won't knock me down no love lost no love found it's a little too late to say that you're sorry yeah. now you kicked me when i was down but what you say just don't hurt that's right it's don't hurt Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. 
Good morning, everybody. It's Gina and Randy here at Universal City Walk here at the John Lovitz Theater. A lovely place to be. I'm just fixing my hair. It always. I think that should be the tagline. It's a lovely place to be at the Lovitz. <laughs> me yeah see that's what happens when i'm not thinking and i'm more uh, worried about how flat my hair looks oh but it's starting them. to pop it's starting to go jenny's got her hot red top going oh. it is a wonderful morning Making a little word picture oh we yeah have... people can watch us too so i don't even have to do that yeah we have elijah black of course right behind us uh executive producing like a boss um you can uh call in and talk to us and well, you could tweet. You just like to make my ass vibrate. Um, I think that that's usually a hashtag during the show. Make Gina's butt vibrate. Um, by the way, I'm going to put the same lip gloss on now. And this is a, had, was all over my teeth last week. Well, I'll so be on you, alert. Yeah, you let me know. Um, I know this is very visual. And we also, uh, of course, we have our daily show, Pretty Good Podcast, at prettygoodpodcast.com. And then this show is replayed on XM Extreme Talk 165 on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific. Pacific. Um, but just for now, I did bring my fashion frames. You did? I don't know why. Here's the thing. I've always been, I've had a real shame factor. I would never buy glasses when I have 20-20 vision because... You don't you need, look, you don't want to get decorative frames. Well, you look like an asshole. Everyone's it's like, true. But here's the it's thing. It's very hipster. But here's, and I've always, always, always wanted glasses. And I know that that's terrible karma because I have great vision and it, it's a, it's, you shouldn't want that. You shouldn't want that. I wanted glasses at seven years old and I'm pretty sure I lied to my optometrist that mm. my vision was bad. And then you fucked it up. And then I fucked it up. And then you had to get LASIK. Which changed it all. Oh, look at you. So I love accessories. I love hats. I love glasses. I should live in disguises at all times. You really know how to make these things work. Thank you very much. So I gave in last Saturday. My uh, girl, uh, Becky, and I were down in the uh, Quinceañera District. Oh, beautiful. And there's a lot of glasses stands. I was like, oh, fashion frames. You know what? I'm going to treat myself. (laughs) So I don't know if other people like them or not, but I think they're pretty hot. I think you really make glasses work. All right, I'm going to put them on. And I hate to say this because it's just so stereotypical. They make you look smarter. See, that worries me. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm too smart. Um, what do you think? I think they need to come down a little bit or maybe they're too close to the face. I'm sweating. But uh, there's definitely something there. I, I You know what? The is. ones that you Instagrammed the other night with the short frames, I think those worked a lot better for you. Those were... Well, you work a lot better. No, uh, these are um, Nicole. Oh, those were Nicole C's uh, from the PG Peep cast. Those work pretty well. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about these. I'll take them on and off as needed. I think they uh, they they work though. There's definitely a different angle. Thank you. I feel like uh, we're about to do some serious news here. Yes. Uh, talk about car crashes and fucking uh, the Middle East. Oh yeah. No, I can't do that. More talk. All right, we're going to take them off for now. But I might put them back on just cuz they're fun. And if you like them, tweet us. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, let us know. Glasses Gina glasses, yes or Gina glasses, no. I really won't be offended either way. It's you it's you guys have to put up with it for the next 2 hours. Yeah, so let us know what you prefer. It's totally it's totally up to you. Uh I'll wear them for like another 5 minutes. They're a little cumbersome, but I'm not used to They're not terrible. And here's the thing, you shouldn't feel guilty about wearing decorative frames mm. because there's plenty of people out there wearing colored contact lenses. That's true. But and that that's is true. 
a-holey. Especially, there's people wearing colored contact lenses who don't have vision problems. That's what I, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, if you do have it and you still do it, I think you're an asshole, Corey. But, uh, I, I don't, I don't get the colored contacts. Changing your eye color, which, you know, usually that's something that, that, and I've noticed now for me, it's something that's attractive about me. Why would I want to hide my beautiful brown yeah, eyes? Yeah, that big, uh, grinder guy told you how hot your eyes were. He said I had the most beautiful eyes ever. Let me see. <laughs> Why do you have to give me that look? I don't know. How this, do I look? This is you. Um, say, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> That's what you just did to me. Just FYI. Yeah, they're lovely, Randy. Thank you. So, Why would I want to paint them blue? Beca- because you're, uh, you're an Aryanophile. I don't know. People like to change things up. But it's like I always felt stupid wanting to wear glasses because it's like, oh... I want this decorative hearing aid. Like, it doesn't seem like something you're supposed to want. Yeah, once again, I was not old enough to realize that point. I just thought they looked really cool and they could accessorize. And then, oh, God, growing up with glasses was really, really, that was even more detrimental than the fatness because the fatness came later. There was about five years where I was a skinny kid with glasses. And... It really sucks in the summertime because you can't wear sunglasses. You have to go out to a swap meet because the only place you can find these things is a swap meet. Yeah. And you have to get glasses, sunglasses, covers. These little stretchy little flaps you put over oh, your glasses. Oh, it is terrible. Gross. They never fit properly. And they were usually broken by the time we got home. But the only place you can ever find one of those is a, sub- is a uh, swap meet. Really? Yeah. Just one of those things where I've never seen it at any market, any store. And even on Amazon.com, they don't have it. But swap meets, there are plenty. Your mom take you to a lot of swap meets? We had a swap meet in Valencia. The uh, the Saugus Speedway con- turned into a swap meet every Sunday. And that used to be the place to go, the place to be. Because you could find $5 Genesis wow. games. You could find sunglasses covers for your disgustingly ugly glasses. And we had ugly ass glasses. I, I will have uh, my mom email us some pictures oh, of yeah, I've glasses. Oh yeah, I've seen them. They are horrendous. I'll put them on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Randy Wang this weekend. It is horrifying. Yeah, because they're bad. They were really, we all, I think she was trying to make us look like the kid in Jerry Maguire with the really, really, really big glasses. Wasn't that, wasn't that the thing? But we didn't look like that kid. No, we looked, looked like idiots. Yeah, that's true. I don't think my mom, I know my mom never took us to a swap meet. I don't think my mom's ever been inside a secondhand store. Really? Yeah. My mom has that. only been inside secondhand stores. A regular weekly thing is we're going to Goodwill. Yeah, and I think that's super fun. I just, uh, my, my mom never got into that vibe, man. Well, we are getting a lot of tweets right now. And the overwhelming response is, no. No glasses? Here's uh here's something's coming in. Archer Daddy says, Gina, glasses, no. Girl, you're amazing. Just the way you are. Hashtag making Gina's ass vibrate. Uh Parts Guy five five nine says glasses, no. They look too big. You could wear them shooting though. That's true. Yeah. I could be that guy. Uh well, you already have your goggles though. Yeah, that's true. Chandra eighty four says, I like the glasses. I think they're cute and fun. See, she understands. Yeah, girls know it's an accessory. Kay Tarosa makes a good point. I might have to pop out those uh, the actual glass. The glasses are hot, but not working on camera because too much glare. That is the one thing I couldn't do. The one thing I could not do was literally just buy frames. No, 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 no. That is a big no, because no. Because then you're a real asshole. Now, here's the ultimate test to see if you really know how to make glasses work. Mm-hmm. 
do you know how to work the glasses? Like play with the frames or dangle oh, around? You and... have no idea. If I'm trying to make a point? Oh, yeah. Because that is really the glasses that you need to This have. is what I do. You're wrong, and I'll tell you why. Oh! And then I'm like, I don't know. Okay, see, I now guess. it works. Now Maybe. instantly I get it. Yeah. Something to play with. You put the glasses in your mouth, all of a sudden, even I'm a little turned on. Little phallic. Chang Legacy says, thanks for making 10-year-old me feel handicapped. Issue with the decorative frames is the reflection from the studio lights. <laughs> so there you go. And uh, the one proto says, if you don't need glasses and wear them, F you. Hmm. So we all have an opinion. All right. Yeah. And I thought that for so long, and I thought, you know what? F you. For effing me. Yeah, you F can wear you. whatever the hell you exactly. want. You can do whatever style but, you want. But I felt exactly like the one Proto did. I was like, you're an idiot. But now I'm like, you know what? You're an idiot. Gina, it doesn't matter if people think you're an idiot. If you think you're awesome, you can walk around wearing anything and you can sell it. I walked around this planet for a good two months yes. with a freaking nail in my chin. Oh, I didn't even think you were going there. There were so many other things. And a disgusting fucking beard. And a beard, and the and Cookie the, Monster, and the PJs, and the and the. I actually the thought the PJs shirts. were really good. I know you like those a lot. And, um, I were, and now I go running all the time in my PJs. It is my thing. I feel at peace. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, you're a big stud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll go with no for now, unless I do a really... Um, Unless I do a really serious news story, then I might pop them back on. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Well, Gina, maybe you have to get that on there because we do have some serious, oh. serious news to talk about. We have so much news. And by the way, uh, God damn it, you guys with the tweeting on my ass. <laughs> they know what it does. Oh, God. Oh, Chang does make a good point, And this is something you'll probably agree with, uh, Randy, if that's your name. By the way, that's what ruined Urkel on Family Matters. The huge flat glare from his fake glasses killed his nerddom, according to uh, Chang Legacy. Uh -huh. I don't know, but that is something to think about. Um, coming up, I think, in the second hour, if you think you're depressed about your job now, <laughs> you just wait. Because uh, the prison population has at least six jobs that are absolutely cooler than yours no question working Inmates, as an incarcerated person as an incarcerated convict has a job that is a thousand times better than yours i don't think that's shocking yeah but i gonna, can't wait to see what we can do it's going to just spin you into a wild depression i got some new career opportunities you might we'll Seriously. do that at the top of the hour of course it is friday and it is a very important day here in us uh, and across the country all around the world yeah there's a whole hubbub craziness going on, and we started talking a little bit about this last week with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I have still never had Chick-fil-A, <laughs> not for any political it reasons other than time. it's fucking fried chicken. Yeah. It's a fried chicken sandwich. It's a drive through It's fast food. It may be nice fast food, and it might be fancy because they're closed on Sunday yeah. fast food, but it's still fast food. I'm yeah. still not going to eat it. I have not eaten fast food in over seven months. I'm not going to give that up just to see what this Chick-fil-A is all about. Yeah. And of course, Chick-fil-A has been in the news all week because they're getting a lot of flack for the whole gay marriage thing, for donating millions of dollars to anti-gay marriage organizations, for their president coming out and saying that, you know, we only support traditional this, traditional that. Yeah. You know, the Muppets took off last week. This week, however, 
there was a, uh, you know, in defense of all the craziness with everyone hating on Chick-fil-A and all the, you know, the gay activists being like, you know, what's wrong with, what's up with you guys, Chick-fil-A? Yeah. They had Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day on Wednesday and biggest sales they've ever had. Yeah, I heard they sold out of a lot of food. Yeah. Hey. I don't know if that, I don't know what kind of message that sends. Is that people really wanted to support and they feel like, you know, this, this, this chain is getting a bad rap? Yeah. Or is that like, that's how many people hate gay marriage? I think it's probably both. Because I think there's a lot of people that are supporting it because they don't want it to be a political issue. The right. problem is that as much as you – I don't think it should be a political issue and Chick-fil-A should just be about chicken and all the employees that work at Chick-fil-A should just – they only care about chicken. They barely yeah. care about that. But when the company specifically donates their own money to these organizations and one of the things that you know that GLAD and all these companies are about is like – we just want you to see what your money does. Yeah. Well, who you're affecting. Pull the curtain back a little. The like, chicken curtain. There's a woman in Atlanta who's putting a petition on change.org. She just wants the CEO, Dan Cathy, to have a dinner with her, her wife, and her two kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Scare me to death. Yeah. You know, have dinner with me and my wife and my two kids. That's all. Yeah. See if maybe uh, you change your opinion on anything. We're not going to pressure you. Yeah. And that's that's a really great way to, you know, embrace it. You know, live by example. Show that, you know, we are, you know, that obviously... Any, and I, I fully believe in gay marriage, and I fully believe in, you know, anyone that loves anybody should be happy and committed. Yeah. And, you know, that's the best way to show off that is to live by example, and that's the right way. The other big protest that's going on today specifically is that, and this is supported by GLAD, they want, a bun they want all the gays to get down to Chick-fil-A's today and participate in a kiss-in where you go in front of the Chick-fil-A and you kiss someone of the same sex. Are you going to do it? I mean, It'd be a good way to get some hot action. I mean, it might be a good place to pick up. That's what I'm saying. But is it weird if you go there by yourself and you're like looking to meet somebody there? I mean, because that'd be an interesting, funny story down yeah. the road. Hey, how'd you guys meet? Well, you know, Chick-fil-A hates the gays. And uh... and if it was an all-girls kiss-in, they could call it a chicken. Oh. Now, see, here's the thing. Filet. I know a Chio. lot of girl, a lot of gay girls, a lot of straight girls yep. in support will be going out to do this. I think there's a lot of dumbass straight guys who be like, "There's gonna be chicks kissing. Let's go yeah, get Chick Fil A you know, the drive-through." There is a price. They're gonna have to lock lips with a dude. Oh yeah, and uh, I think I, I'd be out there to see that. That'd be super fun. It's and it's not like they're trying to get lewd and crazy and we're banging in front of the store. Mm. It's just an act. You know, we're showing love. It's a lovely, lovely, peaceful protest. Yeah. There's a you know a lot of sides think it's a little overkill. Now, Gina. So many people have never heard of Chick-fil-A before this, by the way. And Chick-fil-A has gotten more exposure than anything out of this. Yeah, you can't buy this. You know, you cannot buy this kind of publicity. Is it good? Is it bad? I mean, it's it's on it's both ends. But everybody knows Chick-fil-A. Everybody's thinking about Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Gina, yes. what do you think about this kiss-in protest? Because if I remember four years ago oh, when uh, there was the Prop 8 debate going on, yes. you put your lips on the line. <laughs> I put my immune system on the line. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, when we were down at the Queen Mary, appropriately enough, uh, I think it was Halloween, you, you, me, and Tim Conway Jr. That's right. We were debating the whole Prop 8 thing, and it was about to be voted on. And I said, anyone who came up to our booth to tell me that they were going to vote no on Prop 8, I would kiss on the lips. And... It was a really active night. <laughs> yeah. And it was mostly chicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. And, and it was a lot, mostly, I'd say mostly straight chicks. Yeah, and I think the, so. And the boyfriend's going, yeah! Exactly. 
Yeah, I think, and I don't know if it's a male or female thing, but I, yeah, I remember that night it was mostly chicks that were, uh, that were only too happy to, uh, say no to Prop 8. And throw down their support for the and team. The other thing is, um, on, uh, the Bill Handel show this morning, cause, uh, you know, big fan, um, they were giving a list of other organizations that are, you know, Christian organizations. But and you know, was, some of them were really interesting. I had no idea. Yes, dear. I died. I, I I almost pulled off the road when he said, "Yeah, I had no idea that Manischewitz was a Christian organization." Yeah, he said he said Manischewitz. <laughs> he said Manischewitz is a, obviously a Jewish organization because at the bottom of the bottle it says, "Show me the money." <laughs> um. So yeah, he's you know Walmart and Forever Twenty One. Of course, everyone knows because the bags on the bottom say John three sixteen, which we talked about last week. Oh yeah, In and Out Burger does In-N-Out, that. Of course. Well, no one's gonna you know. No one's going to stop it. But yeah, they make In-N-Out, a burger too good. In-N-Out doesn't donate to anti-gay but organizations. that's exactly my point, Randy. You can be polit- you can be Christian. You can be yeah. a Christian company. Again, In-N-Out has been blatantly Christian for 50 years, and they're the most popular food chain there is. Full-blown Christian. Oh, yeah. I and mean, we don't care out here. I don't care out here. I don't care. Yeah, exa- that's exactly my point. It's it, be, do your thing. Mm-hmm. But if the, the money that I'm giving you goes to a thing that I don't support, everybody else is, is happy to uh, you know do what they want, but that's mm-hmm. not for me. And my only problem is if protests like this get a little because I've heard a lot of the protests like last week they were they were opening at Chick Fil A in Laguna Beach. It got a little rowdy out there with yeah. the uh, with the you know pro gay marriage, the anti gay marriage. The only problem I have is that the most of the employees that work at Chick Fil A do not care. This is not yeah. their issue. No. They are being branded as bigots for working at Chick-fil-A when most of them just want a are 15 years old and they just want to work a job where they can get Sundays off. Yeah, I think exactly. I get why they want to work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, but Opie makes a good point, by the way. HF Opie says uh, Chick-fil-A is not, is, is not supporting the gay marriage ban, but rather protecting gays from divorce. Half of gay community should shut it. Well, if they support traditional <laughs> marriage, doesn't that mean they're also anti-divorce? Yeah. That, well, that and that's what that's what the uh, CEO said that everyone on the board of Chick Fil A is still on their first wife. Oh, wow! But I don't know if I believe that. And then and once again, the chick, you know, the employees at Chick Fil A. I don't think their beliefs really reflect the beliefs of the company. Uh, there was a uh, the news story today: Chick Fil A out in beautiful Virginia, where an employee was selling heroin out of the back door. Now that could mean a lot of things. Literally, oh. the back door of Chick-fil-A, people were knocking on it, and the employee would get off the fryer, go to his little stash, you know, get his lookouts going, get his little stash yeah. going, and uh, he was selling heroin out the back door of a young, Chick-fil-A. Fine young entrepreneur. Yeah, local he businesses found a had, way to make money while he's at work. Local businesses had to call several of them complaining to 911, there's someone selling heroin out of the back of a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't think that really supports the Chick-fil-A's core values. No. I don't think that guy's going to stick stick around uh, too long. That shows you no matter what you think about this company, remember 90% of the people that work for it are fast food idiots. No. Oh. So. That's a really good way to put it. Oh, yeah. Because you've worked in the fast food industry. I have worked in the fast food industry. I know my fair share of fast food idiots. You I have know an been. idiot when you see an idiot. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. mirror every single day. Wow. Uh, well, I have a, a, a proposal for you that if you don't like Chick-fil-A, uh, I could tempt you with something else. That, oh. uh, that a man in uh, Waco, Texas, oh. while he was high on synthetic cannabis, thought looked delicious. Whataburger? No, he didn't I've, get heard that, it, I've heard Whataburger is good, though. He didn't get the big Texas toast double cheeseburger sandwich? In his, in his own way. Uh, he's 22, 22-year-old Texas man. He was arrested yesterday for allegedly... <sighs> Some cultures are into this. Attacking a neighbor... 
Oh, I don't want to say the next part. You already got us into this. You got to. Wait for it, though. Wait for the wait for the last word of the sentence. Okay. For attacking his neighbor and eating his family's dog alive. Michael Taron Daniel, not to be confused with all the other Michael Daniels out there, was allegedly high on a designer drug known as K2 at the time and was said to be going crazy. Uh, witnesses say Daniel informed the residents at the Waco home where the... <laughs> Wait, this is going to be a tough I have a lot of emotions going through me right now. I know. He was on a bad trip from K2. This, this is a type of synthetic cannabis known to exacerbate existing psychosis. So if you're not already crazy, you're probably fine. But if you don't know, you're going to find out quick on yeah. K2. You know, uh, K2 is legal, right? Yeah. You can that's buy it in synthetic. head shops. Yeah, that's yeah. the, um, uh, uh, is that like salvia? Spice. Yeah, spice. It's not salvia. Salvia will cause you to do a disgusting trip for five minutes. It doesn't cause you to freaking eat dogs alive. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Spice uh, was finally had to be banned in the military because it was legal and all the dudes in the military were taking it. Um, so, wait, this is the best part. Uh, before getting down on his hands and knees and chasing a neighbor while barking and growling like a dog... He then proceeded to beat and. St- mm. Is there any, any nice first. way to put it? I have to put my glasses on for this. Oh, yeah, this is a serious news story. <clears throat> oh, there, there we go. Okay, yeah, now I can see now. Okay, uh, this is going to hurt you. More than I, I'm already me. braced for impact, and I am a dog lover. All right. He then began to beat and strangle the family dog before biting into it, quote, ripping pieces of flesh away. The dog was later, well, this comes as no shock. The dog was later pronounced dead at the scene. Um, according to Waco police, uh, officers arrived to find Daniel on the porch just covered in blood. Oh, uh, he asked the officers to fight him. Or use the stun gun to help get him off his bad trip. Daniel, so he knew that he was, like, freaking out. At this point, he ate a, a live dog. So oh, God. Daniel was charged with felony cruelty to a non-livestock animal and booked into McLennan County Jail, where he remains. They, that's interesting. We'll get into that point for all you lefties if you want. But I love that. Daniel was charged with felony cruelty to a non-livestock. Because livestock animals... Oh, do whatever you want they, to a cow. They, they prod them into the water so they get electrocuted. And then they go to in and out well, and whatever. Also, you know, yeah, you, you know you're a, when you're a farmer, you're supposed to kill the cows. Yeah, but I don't think you you're eat also them supposed to eat the, no. alive while barking at them. Yeah, probably not the best idea. This really, really offends me for several... Several reasons. Number one, the thing that really sticks out at me, because we've seen a lot of these stories all year. He ate a live dog? Well, he, number one, he ate a live dog. But why does spice turn people into zombies? Because it says if you have an existing psychosis, it'll it'll kick up that dust and just let everyone see how insane you are. Yeah, we've had cannibals this year. Now we have a dog eater. And again, this crap's still 100% legal in head shops, but the LA City Council just bans weed instead. Oh you know, God. the drug that doesn't do a damn thing to anybody. Oh, but K2, perfectly legal to go buy. I could go to a head shop today, buy some K2, smoke it, and eat somebody's dog. <laughs> And the only law. And everybody's. Nobody says boo. Well, they might about the dog. Yeah. 
But I, I really don't understand anyone that would try spice. Again, why would you have synthetic marijuana when, well, up until this week, it was readily available everywhere? It's disgusting. L.A.'s priorities are so woefully out of whack. It's it is so disgusting. messed up. It's what can you make a political stance on? What can you make a headline about? And spice ain't enough of a big of a headline to ban is medical marijuana. It is frustrating. You know, the LA City Council bans medical marijuana, and one of the people on the LA City Council has cancer and uses medical marijuana. You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Rosendahl, who I have to really try hard to say not Rosendong, which Conway calls him. Oh, Rosendong. Yeah. He, uh, he had, he uses medical marijuana for a uh, nerve disorder that he has, and he just came out, said he has cancer. And your against- own brethren just voted you down. And is he against it? For- he is a huge supporter of medical of marijuana. He Him and uh, Paul Koretz both accept donations from medical marijuana dispensaries, which I, I wonder what that's about. Here's what it's about. The only way you make anything happen in politics is when you spend a shitload of money. So the only way we're going to win is to spend outspend the tobacco companies, the alcohol companies, and the pharmaceutical companies who hate marijuana. The, Why do they hate marijuana? Because it takes their money away. The only way in hell that that will ever happen is if all the super, 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 super rich celebrity lefties throw all their money at it because uh, other than that there is no way a bunch of hit, stoned ass hippies are going to be able to get it together long enough to get that kind of money they really yeah. aren't going to be able to but come on celebrities you smoke pot be yeah. honest about it you know come out be proud you should be proud there's nothing to be ashamed of being a smoker you know i smoke every single day i consider myself an upstanding person in society yeah you know i'm active i'm out i work i do a lot of things and i also get my buzz on i'm a responsible person with it though i've actually never seen anyone do it like you do it really yeah you are because you are active you are you know fairly alert even when your hair isn't because that's the only way I really know when you're high. How, what what does my hair do? Your hair tells a very specific story. So you know solely know, by the hair. Absolutely. You could put a piece of paper over your face and I could tell you if you were high. <laughs> it's I it's unexplained. Your hair like, you're one of the only me- people I've ever known that your hair gets higher than you do. You know how much this baffles me? I get stoned at night now and I look at myself in the mirror. What is she talking about? Yeah, that's your tell, man. Your hair is your tell. Well, is it because I cough so much nope. that it's rocking? No, nope. it just it gets high on its own. Oh. I, I have no idea. It ju- I don't either. It's just what it does. Um, by the way, don't eat breakfast just yet. In fact, I didn't even bring any food today because I heard this on the news and I have not stopped shivering. Should we do like all of the gross stuff next segment? Get it all out of the way so people can eat at nine o'clock? Mm, I don't think. Yeah. Well, if I tell you this real fast or should we take a break? Let's take a break because I got well, something- I don't have a story. It's just something I heard. Oh, OK, well, I got a I got a story that's going to make you not want to eat. Oh, this will definitely make you not want to eat. Should we wait? Yeah, let's do a quick break. All right, we'll do a quick break. Gina and Randy show here on the Toad Hop Network, live at the Lovitz. It's lovely at the Lovitz, because Randy likes that. And uh, Universal Studios City Walk will be right back.
want to talk to Gina and Randy, call 888-520-4374. Or just sit there and yell at your computer. <laughs> the Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hunt Network. Yeah! You are listening slash watching the Gina and Randy Show right here at Toad Hop Network, the beautiful uh, John Levitt's Theater, Universal Studios, Hollywood, CityWalk Branch. Yeah! And we have, of course, the amazing... CityWalk Branch. I don't know what I'm talking about. We have the amazing uh, executive producer extraordinaire, Elijah Black, who I gave a, a talking to, a tongue lashing to last week, if you will. Because he kept coming in here and having all these things to say without putting it to three camera <gasps> so the girls could get a, you know, get a taste. Wait, we didn't have Elijah Cam when Elijah was on? No, and I, I, I lashed him thoroughly with my words. I think what we should be doing is, you know, just even though Elijah's in there producing, there should just be a picture of Elijah on the screen at all times. I agree. I wish we could get a camera and a talkback in there so bad. We got to work on that. Yeah, we really do. So, Elijah, when you have something to say, don't deprive the people of that uh, punum of yours. Okay, so this is the disgusting thing I have to say. Uh, Speaking of things that are not super hot. I heard this on the old radio this week. Oh, God. Um, in Florida, and this is just off the top of my, this off my memory, they were, I think, I believe it was Shannon Farron on KFI was doing a story about how, uh, oh God, in Florida, a Chinese restaurant. I'm already afraid. <laughs> you just have to say a Chinese restaurant and imagine everything that everybody is thinking right I now know. at home. They're thinking and right now in their car. There is a You're 99% chance. Whatever you're thinking is correct. Oh, no. So, you know how in California you have letters or... Wait, we don't... We do that. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, in you, L.A. You know, you we have an the letter a, grade. a, B, a C. I'd rather get a B than an A because I think that A's see, always seem like a payoff to me. Gina, would you like to hear some actual things about this? Okay, well, I am eventually going to tell you why they probably got a Z. Oh, yeah. Well, you can get an A and still have three major violations. And you can have a B and have six major violations. They shut you down if you get lower than a B. And you usually have I've to... I've gone to C's. Well, they'll be a C, but they have to like restructure, reformat, and then reapply to see if they can get that B or get that A. Because well, you can have a C, no one's going to go in your restaurant. Well, here's the problem. What are you going to C's for? Here's the thing. My ex-boyfriend and I love this Thai place that I still go to. And we call it a strong C because here's the thing. It, it's always been a C, but it's all only Thai people. And we go where the people of that culture go. All the other there, you look in all the other windows. It's all little white hipsters at the little, you know, sipping their, you know, their boba tea and mm-hmm. whatever. And I, whatever to that. We go where the Thai people go. They just happen to go to a place with a C. But I always also thought that. A violation is also like leaving a ladder in a doorway. It's not always a sanitation violation. More often than not, it's crickets and rats and gnats and more bugs. And bats. And bats. Sometimes cats. things not being properly stored, things not being properly cleaned. More often than not, and by the way, a C means you could have possibly 
30 points of violations. That's what a C means. It's not like, you know, okay, this is an A, this is a B, no, no, no. You have to really, really not take care of your establishment or clean anything in your restaurant to get a C. It is horrifying. Now, what happened in uh, Florida? Yeah, here's where I think you might be onto something, Randall. They decided to kill two birds with one stone, as it were, where they could get rid of their rat problem that they were having upstairs and make a delicious meal. So, as Randy just shakes and shivers in his seat, they would make the the suit, not they're not sous chefs, the uh, line cooks, Go up. Yeah, there ain't no sous chef at a Chinese place. <laughs> trap, uh, trap the rats, bring them down, and stir fry that goodness. Do they pre-flavor them with the cheese they put on the trap. Probably <laughs> mesquite. And if that wasn't bad enough, as you mentioned before, they also got heavy violations for just keeping super perishable food, like whatever, in paint buckets. Oh yeah. Sitting out. Just sitting there. On the floor. Ready to go. That's the spot for it. What would you do physically and emotionally? What would you go through if you were told you just ate a rat? If I was told I just ate a rat. Well, if I if I ate it and I liked it. You know, this is I a mean, disgusting, plague-filled rat that was caught in the alley behind the restaurant. Now you just reminded me of my fear of rats. Like my hardcore fear of if rats. they have the plague? That they have the plague. I mean, yeah. obviously they're a playful, you know, house rats, and my family had them the whole time. Like my brothers and my mom always had their rats crawling around their neck, or like Jesus to wake Christ. me up in the morning. Mama would throw the rat on the bed, which she did not remember is very traumatizing for me. What is she? Was she reenacting Big Lebowski? She threw the rat. It's like here you go. You know, maybe Your the rat crawling awesome. on you. Not thinking that I could, like, smash the rat. And again, not remembering that at eight years old, when we first moved into my little house, I once woke up in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. I'm an eight-year-old kid. There is a brown, disgusting rat right in front of my face, lying on my bed that fell out of the attic. Ah! Father Bob, a superhero, whips into action, gets that thing, throws it in a trash bag, suffocates the life out of it, and I've never been in the attic of my house for that reason. <laughs> I am paralyzed. Yeah, that is the scariest thing that ever happened. If that to me. happened to me, I would be at, at, at my age now so heavily medicated from that experience at eight years old. What do you think I got to smoke so much weed every day? Seriously, Randy, that is. A true living nightmare. I have a better one. You think that's a living nightmare, Gina? Yes, I do. Speaking of tragedies, Gina, a South Korean woman was shocked to learn that she became pregnant with 12 baby squid after eating some calamari. Shut the fuck up. This woman ate that some... That uh, happen. Yes, she is actually being referred to as the new Octomom. <laughs> She was eating a portion of whole squid when she felt an extremely sharp pain in her mouth. She told doctors she could feel something in her mouth that felt like bug-like organisms. What doctors found out, is, and she spat it out immediately, but there was this real weird raw like pain in her mouth and she couldn't understand what was going on. They, doctors had discovered baby cephalopods, tiny pods covered in cement-like semen to make them stick, attached to the inside of her mouth, her jaw, her teeth, her tongue. Basically... She bit into a squid, and the squid spooged in her Stop mouth, and she's got it. babies. 
They removed all of it, but these things are so sticky. It is like glue, this octopus sperm. So I'm never eating octopus or rat again. Thank you very much, everybody. You take a bite of something that you think is normal. Like, imagine you just get some fried calamari, you dip it in that uh, tartar sauce, you get a little lemon, and then... I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. But she, in 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 the octopus's defense, she did pull a... Uh, where'd it go? She did pull a... Uh, 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 Michael Taron Daniel by biting into a live animal. Yeah, that's why you don't do the uh, the whole octopus thing, which oh is God. a delicacy in Asia. Well, that's what that's what you get. That, yeah, that that's the ultimate. That's what you get. You want to eat live squid? You want to eat live octopus? Well, if it spooges in your mouth, now you know what happens. Um, that is the scariest thing. I, I mean, I could ever imagine. A foreign thing like that, and then they're there, and because the way that these things work, did she carry them all, to term? Thank God she didn't. <laughs> but these things grow pretty quick, and they're already ready to go. Like that is so wrong. All right, we seriously apologize for those stories. I have a palate cleanser. No, you can't do a food story after that. It's a good food story. How can you think about food after what you just said? We have to move. Are you sick? Because if you think about good food, it cleanses your palate. And if you eat this, you totally forget that you ever had octopus or rat. You're out of your mind. Well, remember how a couple weeks ago we talked about the 100% bacon burger with yeah, the full bacon patty? It doesn't even sound good right now. No, it does not. It didn't sound good at the time. Well, this restaurant got a whole bunch of headlines for it. And now Slater's 50-50 in Orange County, they're trying once again to grab the world's attention with a burger so spicy, you have to sign a waiver to eat it. That sounds like something you would do. It sounds like something I used to want to do. Yeah. This thing is a uh, you know typical normal baddie uh, with uh, Colby Jack cheese, beer-battered, unseated aged cream cheese, stuffed jalapeno poppers, ghost chili bacon spread. That's it. That's what's going to get you. There's it is. There's it is right there. And that's why I would not, as much as I love to dare myself to eat and as much as I love to challenge myself, although I think I'm past that. Yeah. I will never, ever consume ghost chilies again, thanks to Richard Chang. If you were back in old Randy mode, would this seem appealing to you? I would do it to prove something stupid to myself. What was I trying to prove to myself? I don't know. Maybe that I was so manly to eat this spicy food that I couldn't possibly be gay. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. That's very interesting. Is that possible? That's Absolutely, I'm really possible. over the whole spicy food. Thing. You know what? By the way, my theory on your gayness is and I'd your adventurous love to spirit. Hear. I personally, I think we've talked about this before. God, this this highlighter is so fun. It's I know. I, I have extras too. I bought a whole Perfect. bunch. Thank you. Um, I think that you knew on some level that coming out as a gay dude was so at the top of your list, terrifying. So beyond frightening that anything else under the sun seemed like a good idea. I think anything else seemed less terrifying than you coming out as a, a homosexual. I think you kind of understand part of how my psyche works, yeah. how, part of how my brain works. It's like, hey, this ain't like I have to come out, which is another thing that I realize, and maybe it's one of the things that helped me come out of the closet, mm. is I have faced so many fears in my life in the yeah, last few years. You know, fears of heights, fears of doing crazy, unbelievable stunts, things I never would have ever thought I would do. And every single time, the same conclusion comes. There was nothing to be afraid of. It yeah. was so stupid. Yeah. 
And when I finally came out of the closet, I had the exact same conclusion. There was nothing to be afraid of. There was nothing to be stressed out about. I drove myself crazy for probably six, seven, eight years. Years. And I had no reason to. And if I would have ever known that this is how I would feel, like, less yeah. than a couple months after it happened, yeah. like... I, it, and it doesn't matter what happens with the guy or who I'm with. It's just accepting who I am and acknowledging to the world. To the and, men, literally. And you can't be honest with everybody unless you're honest with yourself. And now I feel like definitely there's always this distance I think I've had towards people. Yeah. And I don't have that as much anymore because I don't have to put on anything. I'm not yes. being afraid. I am me. Love me for who I am or don't. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. But you do. Yeah, we love you. And you know what they say in recovery? You're only as sick as your secrets. And so I don't, I don't have any anymore. Yeah. By the way, Jay Radimus agrees with me. Uh, Randy, you don't know what a palate cleanser means, do you? Because now you've ruined bacon, well, which is exactly why I said we can't do a delicious bacon story after a fucking uh, squid spooges in your mouth story. But spicy food literally is a palate cleanser. It will take away any taste you have in your mouth and make you feel pain. Jay, I understand. I'm with you. I tried. It's palate cleansing. You know, you cleanse the palate and then it cleans everything out and then you're good to go once you calm down and... Speaking of assholes, Randy. Oh, quite a segue there. <laughs> Can I please tell this story really fast? I would love to hear speaking that story. Of, speaking of gays and assholes and the whole vibe, um, there is a senator, a Puerto Rican senator, because that is, a you know, a, an American property. Yeah, I think we have... There's Congress representation with Puerto Rico and like Guam in these places, yeah. but there you can't like it's not like an official state or anything. No, they it's a protectorate. They're our property. Uh, so terrible. Uh, Robert Arango, he's a senator from Puerto Rico. He is the next in line to resign for being super gay and super sketchy about it. So. <laughs> Senator Robert Arango, he's in the New Progressive Party, which represents the capital of San Juan, Puerto Rico. He resigned uh, Monday after after several explicit and compromising photos of him surfaced on Grinder. He was on Grinder, a gay and bisexual cruising hookup application for iPhones. So he's one of these guys without any profile pic. That's like, what's up? Oh, what are you doing? No, what, what's your name? No, 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 no. It's so much better. And by the way, I love that this article took any sexiness out of anything that Grinder could possibly be. You're like, oh, Grinder? Yeah. Ooh, what's that? Oh, uh, excuse me. Let me get my glasses and tell you what Grinder is. Grinder is a gay and bisexual cruising slash hookup application for iPhones. All right. Yeah, and uh real hot stuff. So And while they're there yeah, there's a there's a little fancier way to say that. Yeah, exactly. It's where guys have fun. Oh, or that. Uh, when approached about the scandal, Arango did not own up to posting the photos. No no, because I never do. <laughs> What did he say? It's not me? He did have this much to say. Uh, you, this could be your excuse. You know, I've been losing weight. As I shed that weight, I've been taking pictures of myself. Uh, you know, of course, shirtless in the bathroom with the phone. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I don't remember taking this particular picture, but I'm not going to say I didn't take it. I tell you if I remembered taking the picture, but I don't. It gets so much better. Oh, wow. This guy is I, uh, really backed into a corner here. Selective memory. So here's... Why he resigned? Okay, so you got a couple of shirtless, sketchy photos of you in the, with the the tacky with the phone in the mirror yeah, in the no, bathroom. No Whatever. harm, no foul. It Everybody happens. Does that? All right. So 
Oh, and, 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 and let me just clear this up real quick, too. The senator has a major record of opposing homosexual rights. There's why it, he has to resign. Always. He was a proponent of Resolution 99, a bill that would have banned same-sex marriage in Puerto Rico. He also pushed a bill banning adoption rights for LBGT people, which is now law in Puerto Rico. I wish I could do the pose for you that Senator Robert Arango did for all of us. Can you describe this pose? Yes, but I had it shown to me at my workplace, and I never laughed so fucking hard in my life. This is this was the picture heard around the world. This is why Arango said, you know what? Maybe I go into hiding for a while. Lay low. Okay. He's on all fours. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. His just, and I can say this because I saw the picture, just... Gaping asshole. Oh! <laughs> Brown eye? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. Uh, just, just spread for the world to see into the mirror, into the camera. Oh, no! So he's backwards. He's, he's back. I, it's a, I can't do it in this chair. He's backwards, bent over, ass toward the mirror, spread like the wings of an eagle with a camera. Like just with an uh, arrow pointing, uh, come on in, boys. <laughs> like like uh, any spelunkers, come uh, come see what I got in my cave. It's so, always the uh, it's always the ones who are clo- who are closeted, who are straight, who are uh, publicly super anti-gay that are the most explicitly like whoa. Yeah, and Elijah, I think put a, a picture on the on the screen right now. Unfortunately. Sorry, guys, you got the pixelated version. I tried, but, uh, and I, I took the safe search off my computer at work, everything, but this is the only one I could find. Oh, boy. So, um, what, 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 what goes through these guys' heads that I don't know. you're already, I mean, you're a public figure, even in Puerto Rico, you're still a public figure. Oh, you, you want to grab that, things, uh, grab that phone too, by the way. And you, you, you know, publicly, you're against homosexuality, you're against the adoption, you're against yep. gay marriage. Yep, 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 yep. And yep. You're, pu- you're sending pics on Grinder. Why don't you have like fake pics? Why don't you use somebody else's pics? Or why don't you have like your assistant set up a grinder? Or why don't you do. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's just so many reasons why. Well, why am I trying to explain crazy? I don't know. You can't explain crazy. If you are secretly gay and you're, ag- and you're doing things publicly against gays, you're a horrible person. You're a horrible person. I mean, you're the de- you're the definition of homophobe because you're afraid of yourself, and you, yeah. you you suppress your energy so much, and you publicly tell everyone how anti-gay you are that you sit at home at night, freaking out, start trolling on Craigslist yep. and Grinder and looking for bathrooms and things just to satisfy this urge that you know you have that you can't acknowledge that you're freaking out that you end up doing that. You yes. end up showing your gaping asshole to the whole world, Senator. Yes. You are a gaping asshole. Amen. Gay men. I like that. Thank you. Gay men. So, uh, Jay Radimus, by the way, thank you for for uh, acknowledging my uh, my uh, restraint. He said you could have shown us, by the way, <laughs> but you have chosen not to. Uh, and You're you a classy show here. To do it on the camera, you prove that boobs and brains even hotter than uh, boobs and. Uh, Quivering buttholes. I don't know. Ugh. That's what he. That was the grinder picture that he thought would entice <laughs> the friends and family to come uh, have a look. That is not an enticement. I mean, he's pretty much 
and I, I think I, I think you have some experience seeing this every once in a while from just living in neighborhoods with alleys. He's acting like a cat in heat. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> no one's taken. That's how animal and, you are. And by the way, that's amazing. By the way, not that it matters because you're all beautiful snowflakes in our eyes, but. I would have to say, and I'd love to get your take on this as an experienced man, uh, showing, showing where everyone where they can stick it, maybe a little gayer than, uh, than a cock shot. I don't, I don't see it. Or is it equal? I don't think it's. If he's just, if he's just fully aroused and, you know, stacking quarters on it like the rest mm-hmm. of the guys, yeah, okay. But he's, he's telling you, uh, where the entrance is. He's telling you, but I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is that, Sometimes, and especially if you're not a uh, super well kept out of the closet, I'm in the gym every day. Right. You're not sending a very flattering picture. No. Let's just say that uh, the front side is very attractive. Yeah. Especially if you're into that. Sure. Like, oh my God. You know, it's real hit and miss with that backside. Yeah. I, I, it, you you look- and a guy can end from seeing several, several gay porns no. in my life. I think we all have. You know, a guy can look really, really hot up front. Yeah. Turn them around and uh, it's just a little too much hair on that butt. It looks like um, a screaming stick figure. <laughs> yeah, a little fit. Should we take a call? But, uh, yeah, spread open brown eye, not a turn on. No. Speaking no, of, no. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Speaking of brown eyes. No, never. This is, uh, uh, I'm sure, a lovely lady who has something to say to us. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Oh. No? No, nothing. Anybody? Maybe I did it wrong. Did I do it wrong? Yeah, you didn't even put them on the air. Oh. Trying. Oh, no, Elijah's talking to that person. Hey, we want to talk to her. <laughs> no, no. All right. Okay. No. He's having a conversation. Okay, he's busy. He's doing his own show in the prep room. Yeah, can you, that would be great. <laughs> All right, never mind. We'll, we'll get to you. Yeah. Um, so uh, just, uh, just uh, come out of that closet. Take a little hint from Randy Wang, and then you won't be caught with your pants down. Just be honest about who you are, and the world will accept you. And I have been as public as I fucking possibly can be about what's been going on with me. And I've been getting nothing but the greatest support in the world for it. And so yeah. thank you, universe, for making me feel comfortable and accepted. No, you did that. You give yourself that credit. I did it. You did it. Thank you. Absolutely. You you did that 100%. By the way, got a tweet from Ronaldo saying, Gene and Randy show talking that real shit yeah. on the Toadop Network. Now, am I allowed to pick up the phone yet? Yes, now you can pick up the phone. Elijah is done uh, pre-interviewing the caller. <laughs> I love it. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? It's Rebecca PDX. Rebecca What's PDX. Up, now, oh, Rebecca PDX. Rebecca PDX. Interrupted our show this week. Oh, I loved it. That's live right. from Maine, and right. uh, left us a fun-filled voicemail wanting a, wanting to be our field researcher for Maine. Yeah, and Randy, God love you, came up with all <laughs> kinds of questions for you. I had a question. Oh, great! And I also have a report too. Perfect. Well, that that yeah, those are the questions. Randy couldn't for for a million dollars come up with another question he'd need for you about small town Maine. I will. Fu- Hold well, on just a I got sec. a couple. Oh, okay. All right. Is Miss- Storybrook real? <laughs> so. Here's the deal. Rebecca 
is in Maine. And she uh, emailed, texted, called, I don't know, something into our uh, regular daily show, The Pretty Good Podcast, at prettygoodpodcast.com. We don't have a call-in line. No. She called my cell phone in the right. middle of the show. Oh, yeah, and we played that <laughs> right. voicemail. I, I'm abusing his cell phone. I love it. So you're up in small-town Maine, and you said, hey, any questions you have about small-town Maine, now would be the time to ask. So, exactly, seriously, and I do have a little reporting bit. Okay, let's uh, let's let's hear what you got. We What's can up? start with that. We can start with that. Well, I needed a refill of my medication, and they, um, you know, it was Zoloft. No big thing, right? Zoloft and I had to is drive right. an hour to get it. Yeah, yeah important but easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. You had to drive an hour to get it to a Rite Aid. And There's not a Rite Aid. I'm already in a decent town. You know, I'm in a decent sized town, so it just shows that. There's, um, you know, a lack of right aids, no pharmacy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even basic things. You really, so what about emergency contraception and stuff like that? You know, you, they need to totally stay on top of that. Oh stuff, yeah. You know? A 15 year old girl, how's she going to go and get it? You know, maybe it's like, she should stop having sex, but I totally oh, agree. That's ridiculous, <laughs> Dina. No, Come because on. no, it's true because, uh, we talked about that on a show this week that, I mean, maybe God, really? oh God, my gosh, I haven't even listened. No, to the show God this week, love so. her if she's mature enough at fifteen to have sex, but I sure as shit wasn't. So. Yeah, I was. How, how old were you when you uh, had sex? Eighteen. Eighteen. And I, I, I still think 18. that I was, um, I wasn't mature enough. I still. Think I would that. agree. Yeah, I wasn't well. mature enough at nineteen. I didn't even realize I was with the wrong kind of person. You were putting it in the wrong hole. Really I mean, wrong Randy, hole. Randy, you're doing up and fine for God's sake. You yeah. Got nothing to complain about. So my goodness. So Rebecca, give us this quick. Uh, rundown on on what we need to know about small town okay. Maine. What do you need to know? What do you think? Well, no. I have a question from okay. uh, my buddy Travis. Literally just texted in a question for you. Wow. Yes. Have you seen yes, Bigfoot? Absolutely. Have you seen the Yeti? The have... Yeti Sasquatch Bigfoot? No, I wish. I have seen a moose though on my husband's. An- I mean, on our anniversary, I was with my husband and we saw a beautiful moose. She oh. was right on the side of the road. And she stopped and looked at us, and she was like, "Excuse me, I'm crossing here." Oh, now and that's that's not quite. Oh, she had the biggest eyes in the in the. But you know, it's not as good. No, no, I mean, that's I would love that's it. not something you would tell George Nori about on Coast to Coast. No. But you would tell I him would if you say, saw Bigfoot. I would say there's more Stephen King esque type things in Portland, right. Oregon, than there are anywhere oh, in Maine that I've found. Okay, where, where, I, where I, mean, I, I hail from? Coast. Yeah, um, I'm on, I'm on a lake. You know. But my family is enough, for God's sake. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Definitely. Trust me. Now, the yeah. only real question I could really think about Maine, because how much yes. do we know about Maine? And this shows how much we know about Maine. Right. only question that comes to mind is, uh, is there a shitload of lobster out there? There is. We had lobster our first night for dinner. And it's only five bucks a pound. Oh, yeah. my God. So that's a good deal. That is a yeah, really a good lobster. deal. And it's, I mean. Five bucks per lobster. I mean, this is lobster. obvious. It's Maine lobster. It's Which literally oven? pulled from the water right there. Yeah. Wow. And is it delish? Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. And it's, you just put it in butter and that's it, you oh, know. But little they butter, do little die, lemon. you know, so I'd rather not. I mean, they do yeah. die. It's and not you, very fun, And really. you cook them live where they go, eee! You literally do. I mean, I haven't heard that scream particularly, but I mean, I think I do remember when I was a kid. It mm. certainly is fairly traumatizing. I mean, you do have to face it. You and know? and just so we're all, you know, so we're all clear, technically, it's just the shell making steam noise. The lobster aren't Is screaming. that true? Yes, that is, is that true. true. Yes. Really? It, it's oh not, God, it's, it's not totally the lobster going, too. help me! 
It's this. <laughs> it's just the shell uh, wow. steaming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tina knows something about Maine and right I'm, there. How and I'm that? I'm from a landlocked place, so look you at them apples. Are. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you love your lobster. You are a small town man girl. I really do love lobster, even though I'm not a big food, seafood person. I yeah. do love lobster. You got to get your you lobster know, on of your ma- of course Yeah. Well, you do. it's so sweet. It's unbelievable. Oh. It tastes like a dessert. Really. That sounds so goddamn delicious. You know why you can't yeah. eat raw, raw lobster, by the way, or raw crab? Why? Let's see if why? Uh, Rebecca uh, knows this or not. Because it's no. liquid. Oh. You got to cook it. Oh to yeah. Harden it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I've heard and that. And this was soft shell too. This was soft shell, oh. so there was um, the brains were very runny. You know what, Rebecca yeah. did. Runny brains, you know yeah. what Rebecca somehow did, which I have no idea how she did this. What? She started making us hungry after that whole twenty minutes of disgusting <laughs> talk. Yeah, that Rebecca, that might be your new superpower. Uh, what were you guys talking about? See, I haven't listened to the podcast since I've been up. No, here. So you, you don't even Today. listen. You're just calling in a t- <laughs> report on Maine. Yeah. I love it. It's the Rebecca Show, everybody. We love the Rebecca Show. Rebecca. Oh, my God. Keep in touch with us because you clearly are a a barrel of monkeys and a whole lot of fun. Let us know when you you get to New Hampshire. My family, believe me. I mean, it's, you know, I've got my husband and obviously all that is great. I'm good. But, you know, you guys, it's so strange how guys, how you guys open your lives up and, uh, and I mean, there's a million things I wish I could wring out of you, Gina. But you know, I respect your privacy. <laughs> Thank but, you. You know, you are oh, very good. You're yeah. like a cat for sure. You know, and I do have Ooh. an adorable cat who I love. He is 19 years old almost. Oh well, God, bless him. Oh, the baby. Yeah, and he's still oh. very, very cute. He's my baby he kitty. He's adorable. And you're not the only one who talks like a baby kitty. That's not true at all. He's a little baby he's kitty. Baby, that's all. He's a kitty baby. You yeah. can't help it. That's just yeah. it's their language. They they understand. Um, they totally understand. They really understand. It's pretty amazing. I could talk all day about him. Of well, I could and listen all day. And we have an outdoor cat. I have a, yeah. We have an outdoor cat who won't, uh, anyway, who won't see us. But I'm just fascinated now. So- yeah, it's the end of the show. Anyway, have a good time. Oh, um, that's the, the report the Rebecca from Maine. Show. And yeah. if you think of further questions, uh, you can just let me know later on. Will do. Rebecca, thank you so much. And thanks for being part of our little family. We love you to death. It's great to talk to you, Gina. Aww. And I, that, that Tiffany stuff, that was a fake Tiffany box, FYI. Because I work for a shipping company, so we get shit from that. Girl, that shit, you know. it don't matter to me because yeah, exactly. I was happy as hell to get it. So thank you so much. I have so more much. stuff I'm saving for you, but Elijah needs to find his little Gina care kit, and I got to oh, add stuff to yeah. it. Oh, that's a great... No, no, no. Find it. It's it's in our home studio. It's ready to go. He's never seen it. He doesn't I sh- know. No, I showed it to him, and we're going to take it to the picnic. Elijah's to, been trained. He needs to sometimes when you're, when you're hot and give you a granola bar, too. You... And I'll, I'm going to send you oh. some more toys, then. Oh. Honey, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Rebecca. You just keep her on. How much more shit she gonna she's give us? Amazing, I know. I mean, it's it gonna, never ends. The she, yeah, she's gonna uh, sign over the deed to her house in a minute. Oh, Rebecca, boy. we love yeah. you, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> and that's what happens when you give people your phone number. Amazing, Rebecca. Amazing, uh, Lance. Hold on, if you if you don't mind, because Lance. We just, I know Lance is on the on the phone. He's mad at us, though. Oh. He's going to give us a piece of his mind in just a minute. Gina and Randy show, Toad Hop Network. We'll be right back with lots of news, lots of great stuff. And caller Lance. He makes up words a lie. Girls don't think it's high. The food is all he's got. They're not quite the best, but they're still pretty good.
What's up, Toadheads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show, the backbone of the whole thing? 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com. Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Hello, it is Gina and Randy here at the Toad Hop Network. I just had a Yorkie put in my arm by the beautiful (laughs) Ashley. Uh, Am I not supposed to do that? Was I not supposed to tell everyone where this dog came from? Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, This dog (laughs) likes to get on the air. real uh, twitchy. Okay. Yeah. Here you oh, go. he looks so He's a cute. Cutie baby. This isn't yours though. This is your no, dog sitting dog. Okay. Nice. Well, you both have great hair. Wait. Thanks. Do you realize, yeah. Gina, Ashley found a way to make money while she's at work? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> that, I, know. I that, love it. That is work. Yeah. No, we love Ashley, and we love uh, when she dog sits and brings little little Yorkie poos I'm in having, here. I'm having some flashbacks because I have a uh, a Yorkie Aww. Terrier mutt mix at my parents' house named Spencer, and he looks just. Him, what's but... what's that dog's name? Bear. 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 Little bear. Bear. And he knows the word work. 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 You want to go to work? <gasps> that was amazing. He did perk right up and look at her. Um, now we're going to take a quick call from Lance because he has something to say, even if he's mad at us. We still have to respect. What the hell did we do? Pilot Lance. Hi, Lance. You're on with Gina and Randy. Uh, we're ready for our lo- our lashing. I'm this sorry. One fucking hell of a gastrointestinal roller coaster we got going on here. Yeah. Oh. I, look, yeah. And, but you guys, you had me so freaking hungry, like the first 20, 30 minutes of the show. <laughs> Isn't it crazy what a little story will do? Oh, I was, oh. Um, Lance, since we have you on the phone, we've already ruined breakfast for you. I have a question. What would you rather bite into? A stir-fried, plague-filled Ebola, walking Ebola virus of a rat, or a live dog? Ooh, man, that that's a tough one, isn't it? I I have a mm. from a from an emotional standpoint, I think I'd have to go with the rat. Yeah, but you'll probably die quicker that way. But you're you're willing yeah, to? Yeah, I could I could find a way to enjoy the rat a little. Yeah, but dog. yeah, but it doesn't have to be your dog. You have great dogs. Yeah, that's true. The it, rat you could ignore. The dog you would think about its face the whole time. Yeah, like if somebody. Yeah. But but I'll I'll say this as a one hundred percent tried and true cat person. I think I would rather eat a cat than a dog. Really? Because I think they probably taste better. Dogs are disgusting. Yeah, but dogs have like a lot. Uh, yeah. I, I think they're probably dogs do lick a lot of shit. And, well, so do cats. And so do cats. They all lick their own assholes, so we're screwed either way. So it depends on how much you like the taste of pussy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <zing>. Good one. <laughs> uh, well, Lance, we're so sorry we ruined breakfast. Did you end up being able to eat, or we just? Oh, yeah, I mean, I was fine until until we saw. 
political butt shot. Yeah, wasn't that awesome? It was pixelated, though. I mean, I did that for you. Oh, Finally, yeah. something Gina did was revolting on this show. <laughs> All I do is say horrible, disgusting yeah, and things. Then, and then Rebecca found a way to, to bring that right on back. Huge yeah. shout out to Rebecca. Huge shout out to Rebecca. Huge shout out. How, All the way in Maine. How good does lobster sound right now, by the way? Mm. Oh, my God. Lobster omelet. That sounds amazing. Oh, it's the best. That is a non-kosher nightmare, and I love it so much. All I can think about right now is lobster grilled with mayonnaise. Okay, that sounds disgusting. It sounds gross, but it's amazing. Oh, really? I'm sorry, say that again, Lance? Oh, the first part of the show has given me even more ideas for tomorrow. You shut your mouth and no you take rats, that back right no now. No dogs yeah. at the picnic. Of course, you know, we weren't going to mention it because there's already a hundred plus oh, people. Are, no, 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 no. We RSVP'd, but now you're scaring us. We, we, uh, we're having a picnic tomorrow at Woodley Park. You can go to prettygoodpodcast.com to get all the details. It's a big potluck and it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, Lance, if you bring dog or rat, Please just tell us first before we start gnawing on it. Yeah, you know, have it properly labeled. Uh, yeah, because, you know, you want to give people the choice. Uh, yeah, okay. Are, are you bringing your children that we love so much? Of course, the whole crew. Yeah! Wait wait a second. Am I getting this right? I get to spend tomorrow with little Esty? Yeah. See, when, Sophia? When got, yeah. Uh, what? I mean, you've got to realize how, how we see this. Uh, it's kind of like free babysitting. Yeah, it absolutely is. And everyone going to drop off their kids yes. at Gene and Randy's tomorrow? Yes, because Lance and Agnes understand that I'm going to be doing everything I'm doing with their child on my hip the whole time. You know, I actually am very, very excited about this. We haven't really done a big family-friendly no, event like this time. where everyone can bring their kids. Because we have so many listeners with small kids who yeah. are... Awesome. Yeah. I think even my little cousins are coming out for this thing. We can, I mean, this we got like the whole next generation of peeps. And my father wants to shake your hand for not killing me while we were up in your plane. Oh. Okay. Um, so that was super awesome. And uh, he's got to meet uh, Captain Lance, oh. man. Absolutely. All right, Lance, we you're, love not gonna, you. you're not going to fly to the party, are you? Oh, <laughs> you no, I thought about it. I thought about it. Do a big flyover. <laughs> Welcome, PG peeps. <laughs> a little air show from Lance. I definitely thought about it. But. Get that oh aerobatic down at Van Nuys. Let's now, go. All right. You guys, you yes, guys, dear. I, I don't know how much. I won't say too much, but you talked briefly yesterday about a undisclosed future little project with uh, Tim Conway Jr. Yes. That That is going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I don't know why I am so afraid in uh, of authority in my life, but even though it's confirmed and I was asked <laughs> twice, I feel like I'm not like I'm in trouble already. Why? Well, do, why is this? When we did the fill in a couple of weeks ago, we were there in the building with the program director. We're like, <laughs> this is a joke, right? This Imagine is a joke. How Tim Conway feels. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, so Tim's, Tim is so thrilled. You have no idea. So okay, so I I guess I'm allowed to say this. I don't know. I always just I'm like I don't I get I'm so afraid of corporate America and I'm going to get yelled at. But I'm going to fill in with uh, Tim Conway Jr. Uh, in a couple weeks for a couple days and it's going to be great. Yeah. So I'm glad you're excited and I'll give you the details if, again uh, if, next week. If there's anyone who who listen or who watches this show today and and doesn't hasn't yet made it over to uh, your daily show, yeah, they got to listen to yesterday. Oh. Ooh freaking awesome. Was it? 724, just blow for it. Yeah. Just blow for it. And we were told by the PG Peep cast that it was the longest recorded pretty good podcast in history. I double confirmed that. Look through every single thing we have ever done and that was the longest Two hours and From 40 minutes. From beginning to end, recorded show yeah. we have ever done. It was really good. I mean, you guys are at your best when, when you get raunchy and 
let it out there. That God, I hate that that's true. And, and, but you got to save that. If, if we were drunk every day, it just would not be interesting. We'd be Dave Rich and Nicole C. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would just say that the, <laughs> that was so good. Yes, the, dear. The PGP cast is to the PGP as Gina is to Tim Conway Jr. That is a huge compliment, and I hope a huge compliment that to Dave and, and Nicole. I hope they'll hope find they a way take to it that way. It. They they'll will. Find they'll it. find a way to make it about uh, you know licking somebody's butt. All right, butt we will up. see you guys tomorrow. Look forward to it. All right, baby, Lance. Bye. That right, is going to be Lance. All exciting. of a sudden, had to rush away. He um, literally had to take off. <laughs> He's a pilot. So uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait. And I'm afraid because there's so many people confirms. Confirms? Confirms. Your guys are confirms? That we actually have to say, and I always thought you were joking when uh-uh. you said this, but apparently it's not a joke. Dream big. Free t-shirts, free PGP picnic t-shirts to the first hundred people. Yeah. We because, only have a hundred. Yeah, and there's more than a hundred people confirmed. So it we're sorry. Right. So what do you? What should we do with the extra shirts? Should we yeah. like send them out? I'm like what extra shirts? Yeah, we are going to run out by three twenty-five. Shit. Well, it's great. We're also going to have a cutting a shirt cutting station. Shirt cutting station. Because I can't wear mine with the high neck because that's for a holes. Oh no, we're so going to have... have lots of scissors and and you can cut it up on the spot. And, and all I say, all I'm going to say is I never really understood how a woman could really wear a t-shirt until Gina cut one up. Thank you. Very that much. is like the way to wear a shirt. Well, because first of all, you just look dowdy a lot of the times with that high neck t-shirt and my mom yeah. cuts it out too and my mom is a, a, a it was a chico's kind of day i mean she's like a regular <laughs> mom chico's. you know she's not like a flashy mom but she cuts all of her shirts out and also when you are a uh, sizably chested um wearing that high neck just gives that lonnie anderson ski slope thing going on yeah. that isn't uh isn't for me does also get a little a uh, little hot with all that coverage Yes, yeah, very sp- much so. By the way, HF Opie says, save me an XL. I'll be there at two. Uh, start to three. Yeah. So unless, I mean, what, what? just wanted you to know. It'll be interesting. I wonder, Who do you think is going to be the first peep to like show up? Because we have so many people that are always like the first one there, the first one going to be there. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I thought it would be someone with kids because they're always really prepared, but like, they'll be super what late. What if we show up, you know, in early in the day to set up and there's already a bunch of people there? I'll be, I will have a panic attack. What if there's people tailgating in the parking lot? I will have a massive anxiety attack. Yeah. Don't show up till three. Yeah, but then. We have a lot then, of cool shit. But then show up at three. Be there, party with us, get airbrushed, get photo booth, and get your drink it's on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get your food on, get your twister tournament. Oh, we're going to have twister tournament, trivia bowl, pinatas. Uh, uh, I think someone's bringing a big volleyball net. By the way, Hood Tricks Dev says, is there finally going to be a shirt in 4X so I can get one? No. However, we'll have a couple of 3Xs. Oh, yeah. So we did that special for our big, lovable yeah, teddy bear. Josh, they're on a little big, so I think they'll fit. Yeah, I think they'll fit. It's going to be great. If not, I will make one fit. Yes, you heard him right. Um, can we talk about someone that you? I think you're a big fan of. You've been a big fan of. Oh yeah, sure. I think Elijah's been a decent fan of uh, in the past. Uh, Mr. Calvin Brodus, ladies and gentlemen. Who? Uh, Calvin Brodus. Who's Calvin Brodus? Well, he was Snoop Dogg. Snoop. He Dogg! was. Snoop Doggy Dog, and then it was like, ugh, Snoop yeah. Dog, and now it's like, ugh. Now he's the D.O. Double Jizzle, but what is he now? He is Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion? Doesn't really roll off the tongue. No. What, why is he Snoop officially Lion? officially pulling a move and changing his name to Snoop 
lying. And I, I, I ain't lying. So this he's is real. He's really changing his name. He's changing his total image because he's like done different like things before. Remember, he no. did a big country album a couple of years ago. Yes, but and that was kitschy and hilarious. But this is Calvin Brodus is going through a big life change, man, because he went to Jamaica shockingly. And he became a Rastafarian. Oh, wow. A big Rastafarian. He revealed that on uh, Monday. The rapper unveiled that uh, he is now Snoop Lion. So he's dropping the D-O-double-G because in Rastafarian culture, referring to someone as a dog is a huge insult. Okay, now that makes perfect sense why he's doing it yeah. now. That's interesting. Huge insult. And if uh, if he... Uh, were to continue to call himself Snoop Dogg, it, they said that it shows that he, it is an indication of a lack of self-knowledge. So he's Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. So they, uh, this dude, uh, uh, Ennis Edmonds, he's a scholar at Kenyon College. College of the Kenyans? <laughs> Sounds like the school I went to. Elijah says no. Uh, uh, is a, oh, here's a priest. Uh, he says, uh, Nyang, Nyang Bingi. Nyang Bingi. The priest, a member of the most traditional branch of Rastafarianism, Nyang Mingi, rechristened the rapper Snoop Lion. And of course, because, you know, Calvin's not an idiot and knows how to, he's a real opportunist. He, this is all going to be documented in his new documentary uh, called of Reincarnated. It captures the rapper's conversion into, uh, in Jamaica last February. And unlike dogs that are apparently delicious when you're on, uh, spice, Lions hold a place of pride in Rasta theology, and uh, it's a big deal to be called a lion. Not as catchy, though. Really not as catchy. There is no catch. No, it does not work. There was no. There is no more catchy, no more recognizable name in rap. And I, I'm not saying at all that he is the greatest rapper because he is no, not. No. But there is no more recognizable person or name or figure in rap than Snoop Dogg. And he's got to really be taking this seriously to change his whole image. But, I mean, is he really serious about this? Or is he tying this into, like, a new album release and a new documentary? I think both. And they're talking about weed. And they say uh, marijuana helps them break through the mental boundaries that Babylon has placed upon them and return them to their self. So maybe you're a Rasta. I think I might be a closet Rastafarian in the sense of I have researched a little bit about it. And the, uh, the things they say about marijuana are beautiful. Gina... I have looked up. Would you like to hear a sampling of Snoop Lion? Yes, I would. The song called the new the newest hit for uh, for uh, the country right now. Yeah. La la la. This is Snoop. This is Snoop. No. This is a hot derivative mess. This is this somehow is worse than when Snoop Dogg tried to write a song for Charlie Sheen last year. (laughs) 
This is terrible. I would love to get Elijah's perspective on this, but only if he switches to three camera. Three camera mode. Let's go. It's like, come in here and tell us because Elijah is our sort of official music expert. And, and I'm the unofficial music expert. Exactly. Well, Elijah knows a lot about the, the genres and, you know, he's got you into a lot of this, uh, oh, 90s yeah. rap and R&B and all this business. And I got, I for one got to see Snoop Dogg twice this year. But would you go to see Snoop, Snoop Lion? Absolutely not. I mean, already, I, I I've already learned that Snoop Dogg shows a real hit or miss, yeah. and when he's out there at Coachella with Dre, he's gonna fucking bring it. He's yeah. gonna do everything he can to like make you understand why he's an icon. And then you go to see him at Powerhouse, and it's just depressing. Mm-hmm. It's hey, I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do drop it like it's hot, and then bring out a bunch of kid rappers you don't know, and just sit in the back and smoke pot. Oh well. So now he's Snoop Lion. E. E. What do you think? Uh, I'm not necessarily mean because I, I like reggae music in general. So I kind of liked the melody of the song. I can't say the song is amazing or anything like that. But, I mean, if he's trying a new direction, he is. I I applaud him just trying a new direction. But the thing about this song that I think blows is that it sounds like every other reggae song in ever. Most he's not doing anything, anything original. He's not doing anything innovative, and he's Snoop. He's I, supposed to blaze the ground. I'd argue most reggae artists aren't doing that much different themselves. For sure. I mean, the only person who I feel like branches out out of the reggae, and if he considered reggae, I don't know, I'm not a reggae aficionado, is Sean Paul. Mm. At least Sean Paul tries some experimentation to try some different thing, and he also brings it to the forefront, whereas most like artists in the reggae genre aren't really you know, known. Yeah, it's a very it's a very fringe group of music. I mean, there's some of it that's beautiful, and I yes. love reggae guitar. I think it's one of the most beautiful like melodic sounds. I love the bass line. I also love the melodic beat. I, I, I like myself some reggae. I do, too. This is just very unoriginal and very, like, uh, I don't know what to do next to, you know, market myself. I'm going to change my name. Well, Snoop has been known to kind of be just a character in general. Well, and and that, I think you hit on something so important because I think what turns is going to turn people off about this is that now... He's taking himself way too seriously. A little Snoop's bit. Snoop's always been had that little bit of like an I don't give a fuck, a little kitschy, a little funny in a way. Yes. Snoop's always known and, how ridiculous he's And been. now he's taking himself so seriously, I think my, people are going to be turned off. My favorite goof off he ever did was Sexual Seduction, I believe. I actually song. love that song. It was hilarious, but I loved it. The video was funny as hell. Okay, Quickie, what, what <laughs> album was that on? Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I just look up the song. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is amazing. The one proto says, Snoop Dogg managed to go from making the third worst style of music to the first worst. Congratulations. <laughs> um, oh, and then Truck for Play says, do you have any idea how many generators you'll have tomorrow? By the way, Snoop Lion sucks. <laughs> Do we need uh, another generator or no? I think anyone that wants to bring generators, they are much appreciated. Yeah, this was Snoop's big uh, 2008 hit. And by the way, if you listen to 93.5 KD in Los Angeles, they use this bed for the uh, for the uh, Cal Worthington Ford spot. Oh. That Snoop Dogg and Boys is yo, 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 it's Snoop Double G and his Cal Worthington Ford deals. Oh. It's nice and bouncy. Sensual seduction. It's the funniest. I like this beat, though. It's chill. It's totally not Snoop at all, but it was decent. The singing parts are great because it's all high-pitched and auto-tuned to hell. It's the greatest. You you auto-tuned Snoop? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. She gonna get hers before I. I'm gonna take it slow. You know what disgusts me about this song? I know in my heart. Beyond a shadow of a doubt that people have danced to this as their first dance at oh, their wedding. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I'm very sure they have. There are some 
real assholes out there <laughs> that are like, you know what? I'm gonna, she gonna get hers. But like, oh, no. and, and maybe somebody said, you know what? Dad, first dance. Really into the Snoop guy. Well, it's either that or I like big butts at these weddings. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do the whole dance number. I want to go to a 90s flashback wedding. Damn. Yeah. Well, I don't get to go to a lot of weddings. Yeah, well, because your people can't get married. Yeah, how about that, people? Let's mm-hmm. get it going. Gay marriage legal in New York, and it's a thriving industry. Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. There's nothing. It just doesn't roll off. It's clunky. It's something... the, the name sucks. Yeah. The name sucks. That's about the thing that kind of drives. I, I he has such an iconic the, name. He's the easiest person to transition into reggae as far as like, I couldn't imagine P. Diddy doing it or 50 Cent. But Snoop Dogg is easier because he's so laid back. And Diddy also like, he's, he's never said anything that's like been a special message of any sort. He's just Snoop no. Dogg. Yeah. He's just there. Maybe he should just be called Lion. Probably. Snoop Lion. Why not? Yeah, maybe get rid of the Snoop. Yeah, I think it's time to drop that. Because he says he's been born again. When he went to Jamaica, he was born again. This is definitely hits me in the face. I never would expect that from Snoop. He just oh, came out of nowhere. And by the way, not only is the documentary called this, but the album is called Reincarnated. Of course so it that is. Helps. By the way, it says the West Coast rapper held a news conference in New York on Monday. Later, he played five songs for a small crowd, including one called No Guns Allowed. It features his daughter. Now, you know what kind of... That- Sorry, best line ever. <laughs> Didn't realize it until just the second. Snoop told reporters that he is ready to make music that his kids and grandparents can listen to. Well, I think it comes mm-hmm. with age, man. <laughs> you got to stop being a child at some point. I guess. Well, one of the things well, is like, a lot when, of kids know think Snoop. About, think about it like this. Not only is Snoop Dogg very much wealthy, but he's also old. A lot of these rap artists are old. When they oh, came yeah. into this game, they were gun clapping. They were going nuts. But at some age yeah. you reach, and I know that Jay-Z is going through this himself, mm. you have to stop saying Big Pimpin'. I just had my daughter. I can't acknowledge yeah. that song yeah. in my past anymore. He's, and he even said he won't use the word bitch anymore in songs. Yeah. He's wow. the king of bitch. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. At some point you have to realize I'm old and I can't say this crap anymore. More. And there are a lot of younger artists who can because they're young and stupid. Do you think that in it's possible that it could be a marketing move that Absolutely. he's losing his edge, so he better get out in front of it? Yeah, he's got to get another comes headline back to that because they're still going to try to find a way to profit from it. Right. If yeah. he was doing this nonprofit, it would make then they'd be like, okay, maybe he's doing something legit. But no, it's still he's trying to make a dime. Of course he is. Yeah. What if he comes out? He's like, yo, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hand. Like he's gonna start doing like little kids songs. And I shit. think I, that I would listen to. <laughs> Snoop does Raffy. Let's go. In comparison, you think of guys like Eddie Murphy who started off doing Raw and right. now he's doing Norbit. Or Daddy Daycare. Or anybody in any and that, actor. That whole, who's uh, what's a, up with you, face? Yeah. Know with the whole. You know, they start off with their whole action flicks and now they're doing children flicks. Yeah. The Rock Although, has been known to do this stuff. It's like Eddie it Murphy. Great pianist. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, well it comes with the, he you does know. that keyboard in that uh, party all the time. Wonder. Yeah. Hey. That impression's on spot on, man. It happens. Wow. Hey. That's what he's doing. Um, you know, the thing that is kind of weird with me, this whole Snoop thing that's going out, is that something came out this week that Snoop also said, because he's getting all these interviews... I want to be the next American Idol judge. Oh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, they, got, they got Mariah uh, up there. They got Randy Jackson still uh, holding down the fort. Yeah. And Snoop wants to be number See, three. Now you know it's a money move because American yep. Idol throws away money like candy. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, and you yep. figure, hey, let me get out there. Let me get in the headlines. They're considering Charlie Sheen. For Christ's sake, Snoop, let's yeah. go. All right. Snoop Lion. Snoop Lion. Thank you, Elijah. All right. Let's um, take wait, a... Wait, uh, not that I want you to go anywhere. I'm just thanking yeah. you. Oh. So, oh I don't know. You, you can always stay. 
I mean, unless you got somewhere to be. Okay. He's got places to be. Okay. I can... We got to take a break. Oh, we do? Okay. When we come back, I have uh, I have a story that really reaffirms why I stopped texting and driving. Okay. And a brilliant, brilliant idea for Gina and her phone situations oh. when we come back. And uh, we haven't talked a lick about the Olympics because none of us seem to care. But there are some crazy-ass Olympic stories that have nothing to do with point scored or flug tog. I don't even know what they're doing in the Flute Olympics. Flug tog? I don't know. Guten tog? Yeah, whatever. Curling and uh, javelin tossing. Nothing to do with that. But really, really crazy shit out of the Olympics that you might not know. We'll do that. And also make sure to make sure you are super depressed about your current job when we come back. It, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network. Ooh. Hell yeah. It's hot. Gina and Randy show right here at Toad Hop Network. The lovely Lovett's Theater right here at Universal City Walk. And uh, I'm a... Is this uh, Kanye? A little RoboCop. You love Kanye. I really do what? love Kanye. And Gina, you own this album, right? I do. I, I own this right when it came out, actually. That is all. I remember you playing a track or two of this years ago. Yeah, I was a big Obviously, fan. I'm late to the game. I'm late to the party, but that's your, that's your MO. I, you know what I do? I reinvigorate interest in things. Yes. I got like five people watching Dawson's Creek, for Christ's sake. You are so far behind, okay, you okay. think you're first. Okay, okay. You never stop it. Now, yeah, can we right? get to the Robocop part? No. But it's so good. We're almost there. Okay, okay. Stop it now. This is why I love this song. That's all I needed. I love that that trash truck noise. It makes me so happy. That is so nerdy. I am obsessed with Kanye West. All right. But we'll move on. So tell us why. Uh, what's wrong with texting and driving? Gina? This story defines irony. Oh, good. Because so many people use that word incorrectly. 
They really do, but this is irony. Chance Both was uh, driving his truck along the highway. Chance Both? was Yeah, that's his name. Chance Both. He's driving in his car. He's uh, texting back and forth with his buddy. He's in his truck. He texts to him, I need to quit texting because I could die in a car accident. As soon as he hit send, he didn't realize he wasn't paying attention to the road, and he flew off a cliff. Oh, my God. He's okay. No, he's not. He has been recovering for six months, actually. He had a broken neck, a crushed face, a fractured skull, traumatic brain injuries. Doctors had to bring him back to life three times. Six months later, he's finally able to talk about what happened. He says they just need to understand, don't do it. Don't do it. It is not not worth losing your life. I just went to my grandmother's funeral not long ago. I kept thinking, jumping into my head. I'm surprised that's not me in the casket. And for Christ's sake... Just imagine what the funeral is going to sound like if you're the guy who died from texting while driving. Yeah, you're not going to get a lot of sympathy. No, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, you go to a family member's funeral that died in a motorcycle crash. It's a lot of sarcastic uh, comments. Yeah. A lot of, well, that's what you get. Which sucks because I love riding motorcycles. I oh, yeah. love it. I don't but, drive them, but I love being a but being much the bitch as, on the uh, back. But much as Louis C.K. described very brilliantly in the season premiere of his show, what's the first thing you think if a friend of yours got in a motorcycle crash? That's what you get? Yeah, that's what you get. This is a total that's what you get. Now, I have co- totally gotten over texting while driving because yeah. there was a, about a year period where I'll be honest, I was doing it just to stick it to the government because stick I didn't it to think, the man. Because I don't think it's fair to tax people That'll for that. will show them when you're dead. But really, I got to a point where I'm realizing, what is so important? Why am I such a slave to my phone? There is not a message on there that should be important enough, and I'd love to think I'm that important. I'm yeah. that insane that, you know, that something has to be done right away. It just doesn't work no, that way. Yeah. There is no message while I'm in the car that matters at all. I don't check my phone. I I will do phone calls. Like, I'll set the phone down yep. then, and then I'll talk to my mom for, well, I will listen to my mom talk right. at me for 20 minutes, right. and then go, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And there's yep. a lot of those. All right. Well, well and, time to hit the old dusty trail. She usually will ignore the first three all rights, because she knows she has to get everything out there ready to yeah. go, and then finally, she'll give me a little space for a well, I gotta, I gotta get going. But I do not text and drive you know, you anymore. You know, my dad and I do all the time because we, it's some comedian like in the '80s. We always thought it was funny. He said that um, saying anyway on the phone <laughs> is just like saying "go to hell." It totally Hope is. You die. Anytime so you're saying that, and everyone knows what it means, yeah. it is. I want to get off the phone. Yeah. I am done having this conversation. And I think Gina, this is why you and I prefer texting. Yeah. There is no anyway. Nope. When you're done talking after a text, you just stop you texting just, that person. Yes, and it's the best. Life becomes an ongoing conversation that you never have to say hi or bye. It's and fantastic. I love it, Gina. Yes. There was a study that came out that. And a lot of people that look at the study aren't sure if it's true because it sounds a little bizarre, but I think it might be a brilliant idea. There was a study coming out that said a lot of people these days when they go out to the bars, you know, they, you know, you don't want to you don't want to drop and crack your iPhone no, or lose your iPhone at the God, bar. No. They say a lot of people are now buying drunk phones. A drunk phone is you go into a Walmart, you get the $10 smart little track phone program, a couple of numbers in it or forward your iPhone's number to it. Leave the iPhone at home in the charger, go out to the bars and get all crunk and crazy with your $10 smart junk phone that you could really rip in half like a burner. A burner. It is a burner. It's a burner. Would you ever consider doing this? Because I know your biggest fear in the world, and I've seen there, I've been there. Elijah's seen it. It is scary. Scene. And I got to admit, I feel for you, too. I freak out. Yeah. But you're at a bar, you're at a crazy event, and you lose your phone, or you can't find your phone. 
Would it calm me at all to know that you could just leave it because it's yes, a stupid piece of shit? that is such a brilliant idea. I, I support it 100%. Especially if you're one of those blackout drunks. Oh, yeah. You got to really just, you know, You're one of those people flinging it in the air when you're chanting yeah, and you're exactly. walking, you know, because people drop them every second of the day. And the phones are getting more expensive, more expensive. Yeah. There's a rumor that the iPhone 5 is going to cost $800. They can go stick it up that uh, Puerto Rican senator's asshole. Gina, don't act like you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it at $800. Don't act like you don't want it. I mean, I kind of want it. Bigger screen. Is that what it is? Nobody even knows what it does. No one knows. They're supposed to announce it mid-September. But I think I would do the... I usually do not have this problem... Because I own a fanny pack. And anytime I'm going out in any situation where I know... That gives you a, a host of other problems, by but the it's, way. But it's hidden. It's usually pretty well concealed. But yeah. see, here's the thing. You don't have that problem because you own a fanny pack. But I wear a fanny pack anytime I'm going out, no matter what. If I'm on drugs, if yeah. I'm uh, drinking, even if I'm just sitting down in a movie theater because yeah. shit falls out of my pocket. Yeah. It doesn't fall out of a fanny pack. It's zipped up. I can feel it there yeah. on my gut. I know I got my phone. Yeah. I would totally do the drunk phone thing, though, if That's I was going idea. out to a big idea. You know, just get a piece of shit, $10 phone. Yeah. You can laugh at everybody with it. It's a good conversation yes. starter. And Yay. think about this. You know how the big a-hole move nowadays is uh, when a guy comes up to you and then takes your phone and puts his number in there? Yes. You can't do that with the piece of shit phone. Well, he can do it all he wants, but I'm going to throw it in the dumpster yeah. at, so, at night anyway. It's like, that. this ain't my phone. Yeah. This is the... This is the sample phone. That's a if great you get idea. through this level, we'll see if I transfer you over to the other SIM card. And it's not like you can, uh, you know, go on Facebook or anything. I mean, the thing probably doesn't even have a screen on it. And here's the thing that it says. And another way to make this real easy is you can get one of these phones and just uh, put Google Voice on it. Yeah. There's a lot of easy ways. But not only do you not get to drop and lose your phone, you also are protecting yourself. From drunk Facebooking, yep. drunk texting, yep. drunk dialing a booty call. Because it doesn't do any of those things. Because Gina, and you said this to me, Tim Conway Jr. said this to me, many Lip people gloss. have said this to me for many years, and it took me a while to get it. When you got a buzz on, the phone is not, not your, your friend. friend. And best way to uh, make sure you don't do anything stupid is to not bring that friend out with you. Yeah. Just get rid of it. I Just think you're absolutely right. Get the $10 piece of shit phone that you can call a cab or you can call a friend to pick you up. Yeah. But what do you need your smartphone out there for? You know what we should do? We what should, should we, do? we should go to China and manufacture the cheapest phone that could possibly exist that does the bare minimum and just call it the pretty good phone because it's not going to be very good and market those and sell them for super cheap for like six, seven. Yeah, we'll undercut them, have our own piece of shit phones. Yes. They already have that. It's called Metro PCS. Hello, hello, hello. hello. My uncle has that, by the way. You can't even hear him say hello. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think we should we should go and get these super, super, super cheap phones and sell pretty good drunk phones. Yeah, it's a drunk phone. They should be at the party. You pick up a phone like out of a vending machine. That's a Just, great idea. It's ready to go. You've got it. <gasps> yes. Phone vending machine. Oh, my God, Randy. That is the way to go. Because maybe we got to get – maybe with the way cloud technology works, by the way, these days – Everything, all your data and all your information's up in the cloud. Yeah. It's to the cloud. To the so, cloud. But the nice thing is when you do lose your phone, you can put your whole brain back on it. It's like every time you lose your phone, it's Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Yeah. Put that Katra right back in oh, there. Oh, I don't even know what that means. The Katra? Gina, I when am like, I when am I schooling you on Star Trek? I only like old Star Trek and, and, and Next Generation. This is old Star Trek. This That's is Star old. Trek Three. 
Oh, I don't watch the movies. But in Star Trek Two, Spock knew he was going to have to sacrifice himself. Spoiler alert. So he took his brain, his oh, cutter, yeah. and he yeah. put it into McCoy, yeah. into Bones. Bones! And then when he died and somehow got reincarnated with the stupid Genesis device, and he was a little boy, and he was growing up, and then he's like, wait, I have his brain here, and we did the transformation, and that's how they got Spock back for the one where they went back in time to save the whales. <laughs> you know, that's a movie, right? I've seen it. Can we talk about the Olympics? Yeah. Yay. Now, I don't know who's won what or whose scores are higher. All I know about the Olympics is that my boy Michael Phelps is a record holder of all record holders. The most medals of any Olympian. And a well-publicized and very proud about it, stoner. Yeah. Yeah. These swimmers, man, because he not only is the most medaled Olympian in ever, but he also is the first one to win three years in a row. Oh, yeah. The same thing. And Lochte is a total fucking philanderer and womanizer and smoking hot. And those are the two hot American swimmers. But I got to tell you a couple other things. This little girl, 16 year old Gabby Douglas, have you, do you know that name? I do not. How should I know oh Gabby Douglas? Oh, my God, Randy. I haven't seen a second of the Olympics, and I can tell you who Gabby Douglas Who's is. Who's Gabby Douglas? She is 16 years old. She is officially an Olympic gold medalist. She is the so adorable, amazing, beautiful um, African-American teenage American girl who has taken a shit ton of medals in gymnastics. Wow. She's fantastic. And they said that her... A, a picture that somebody snapped of her is going to be the defining picture of the Olympics. It's the beam is underneath her and she's 10 feet in the air with legs, you know, going wow. both directions, just doing. I mean, it's incredible. She is incredible and she's 16 years old. Here's the problem. There's a blog called Sporty Afros that will not stop giving the 16 year old girl shit about her hair when did hater blogs become such a big fucking thing i mean you got to be a real piece of shit to uh to attack a 16 year old gold medal gymnast you're attacking an olympian and you're also you know what the fuck who rips on a 16 year old yeah so here's the problem they're they're saying things online like she needs some gel and a brush somebody give her a hair intervention and a hair intervention and she has to represent Here's the thing. She wears a ponytail like all of the other gymnasts on her team. She has, yeah, you know, barrettes. Yeah, is that aesthetically that you have to be putting your I hair mean, in a ponytail? I don't know. They want her to be fancier. But she has barrettes holding her hair back and then a ponytail, you know, just a, a loose, you know, quick ponytail. And the thing that is so disgusting to me about this, um, it says uh, um, she's not representing the African-American community. I'm sorry. I thought being an African-American 16-year-old gold, gold medalist was uh, going to be good enough to represent the African-American community. I guess I'm wrong. And I think the first, by the way, yeah. to take these uh, to take these particular medals Amazing. Home. And she's incredible. It baffles me. I mean, and it, it really it shows because it, t- it can take absolutely no talent to go on GoDaddy, buy a website tonight, blog package, and start hating on somebody. But... These hater blogs are making news for saying, and they're not even interesting or funny comments. There's no wit in there. It's just stupid. It's the same thing as, uh, remember last month with Kate Upton and the, uh, and the anorexic blog oh, yeah, and saying, exactly. she's so fat. How disgusting is she? These people are just because idiotic the and worms jealous. Worms always come out of the woodwork. And as we've always said, it, it doesn't take any energy or talent or anything to, to hate. hate. And here is, uh, this is, this is not my words. 
This is from the article. Somebody, the backlash of these haters, uh, you know, because this was from a, 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 a blog that African-American women go to. And um, it says a black woman slandered Gabby Douglas, claiming she needs to get a perm first. And uh, then it says talking about Gabby Douglas's hair. At least it's hers. You got yours from one of uh, Britain's equestrian horses. <laughs> So there's that. So anyway, Gabby Douglas, huge, um, uh, the pride of the country. And if you don't like her hair, you can go up. Uh, I'm going to go YouTube some Gabby Douglas when I get She's home. She's amazing. That sounds really, I mean, I, I'm, I'm inspired. I really don't know why I haven't been watching any of the Olympics. I'm really into sports these days. Yeah. I just have, uh, I've heard that the online NBC player is terrible. Yeah. And I've heard that most of the coverage at NBC is really bad. Really bad. Like yeah. they're time delaying it. And they had one women's uh, swimming race this week where they took a commercial break. They're about to announce this girl coming up on stage. And in the middle of the commercial break, they ran a promo for the Today Show showing her gold medal. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> they're idiots. NBC Universal trying to make the Olympics into a they're doing to the Olympics what they did to America's Got Talent trying to make it all into a movie and yeah. like show the parents and the backstory it's the Olympics you don't need to make it a reality show it's, it's enough reality yeah. it's already fascinating well here is something that is completely insane and I got to tell you man those Asians take their Olympics very seriously oh yeah I think we're neck and neck with China yeah um this is a uh, crazy because there this little well she, she's a, a young girl too she um placed in women's synchronized three meter springboard competition she's a diver becoming the first female diver to win gold in the same event for three consecutive olympics uh her name is Wu Mingjia and uh you know it's a great honor it's a big deal it's yeah like she's, she's uh oh she's 26 years old and it's a you know huge thing here's the thing her parents, who basically they say they sort of gave her to the country at six years old when she started training, and they felt like, you know, she's not just ours now because now she's training for the Olympics, so she belongs to everyone. They decided, she well, they take it very seriously. Um, she decided to, uh, well, she decided to be an Olympian, but her parents decided to keep a couple of key family secrets from her so as not to distract her from her training, you know, for this upcoming Olympics. Well, that makes sense. You, know, you don't want to rattle someone before the big games. Uh, yeah, but sometimes you want to uh, let them know that, I don't know, a year before, because uh, they didn't want to distract you during your training, both your grandparents died. What? And, oh, by the way, mom has breast cancer. She's had it for years. Didn't want to bother you while you were diving. So both the grandparents, down boys, couldn't go to the funeral, didn't know about it because so, they didn't want to distract so she her. She calls mom and dad and is like, so did uh, grandma and grandpa watch the, uh, the the events on NBC? No? She's like, so oh, I got this gold medal. Anyway, what have you guys been up to? Oh, attending that a couple is, of memorial services. That is so sad. So she finally wins this gold medal and the greatest news in the world. And now she's going to get punched in the face three times. Yeah. Grandma dead. Grandpa <laughs> dead. Mom got cancer. Yep. Congrats. Yeah. Now you don't have any uh, any uh, gold medal to run and inspire your family. Yeah, with. exactly. You Mazel did tov. Uh, so that's so sad. And then they say uh, Yahoo Sports says the story of the Wu's family secret has added to a public backlash against the win at all cost mentality in China. It is pretty disgusting. And you hear a lot of this stuff of just, you know, weird human rights things that we don't even think about in this country because we're so far ahead of that, that 
China does weird shit. Yeah, but and they I'm lose, a but quarter they Chinese. Win like a motherfucker. They win like a motherfucker at what cost? Well, they train says, their people like machines. Well, this is so great. On Monday, Chinese weightlifter Wu Jingbao broke down. Oh, this was so disgusting. I saw this online. Broke down uh, during a television interview. Um, oh, oh, he's not the one. One of them, one of the clean and jerk guys, like popped his back out. And but he says this guy said he won a silver medal, and then stated that he was ashamed for disgracing the motherland. Because he didn't get a gold. That, wow, I mean, yeah, you get the results of the Olympics, but, uh, you know, it's not an accurate representation of what that country's like. I mean, yeah, they have that attitude, but uh, China's gross. It's not gross, Randy. From the people that I have talked to that go to China on a regular basis, I've heard, like, a lot of parts of China are disgusting. Yeah, but a lot of parts of China are beautiful, and my friends are probably moving there, and I will go visit them. However... In the part of China that they used to live in, two Jews, um, there were constantly people coughing up black shit on the street because the pollution's so bad. Yeah. Other and you can't eat the chicken because it's not like here. Uh, and uh, to quote, waiting for Guffman, you can't get a sauce as thick and sweet there as you can here with the sweet and sour sauce. So anyway, uh, Grandma died, Grandpa died, Mom has cancer. Congratulations on your medal. And then here's a couple of uh, Olympic pieces of trivia that they don't really talk about uh that frequently in the in the in the regular news this is a little behind the scenes trivia oh really like did you know that the british owned condom durex is pretty much the unofficial sponsor of the olympics i didn't know that durex was british yeah it's durex wow they provide down the hole (laughs) (laughs) would you like one Um, tens of thousands of free condoms. I'm that kind of dude. Get an orange soda to my woman. woman. Um, free condoms at the Olympic Village, and uh, but they won't advertise because they can't afford it because Coca-Cola and McDonald's, two real piss-poor choices... Of products to represent uh, the the uh, the human yeah. machine, the sports. Nothing machine. really says athletes and uh, muscle performance and really just perfection Big like Mac eating McDonald's a, every day and Coke. chugging down a Coke. But what, what, I bet you there is not one Olympian that has had McDonald's or Coke in the last year. I'd like to take that bet. Really? Yes, I would, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But Durex isn't can't be an official sponsor because they didn't plunk down the one point six. A billion dollars to be one. So they just hand out those condoms. Exclusive sponsorship of 1.6 billion. Yeah, they just hand. And why are they handing out so many condoms? Because the Olympic Village, you are stuffed in this village with the hottest, most svelte men and women on earth. There is a lot of boning. Really? Yes. Even Elijah would like to be there. But aren't there a lot of uh, <laughs> Olympians that are, uh, you know, like me? and uh, they, like they can't bone each other? Wait, there's like all kinds of boning? Yes! That's why grinders the server shut down oh, when they got right. there. Oh, that's right. When the Olympics arrived to uh, London, grinder exploded. Exactly. And that that is fascinating. And so what, they just do it out and open and like, who cares? Yeah, I guess. The condoms are branded. During the 2008 Beijing Olympics, Olympians were given condoms covered with uh, the game's motto, faster, higher, stronger. Uh, sport-specific condoms for, say, curling have also appeared. Huh. Curling is basically just competitive Mopping. Yeah, you you got a broom and you sweep, 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 sweep. Uh, All right. Uh, Oh, this is great. The days uh, there are called the days of glory. An anonymous Olympian told the New York Post that the days following competition are dubbed the days of glory. Once athletes are finished with their sports, some take part in partying and hooking up. So the second your uh, your event is over, oh yeah, you have all this week and a half to party. You go hog 
motherfucking wild. You just want a gold medal? Yeah. You, or, or didn't and got to drown your sorrows in some, you know, big Either penis. way, you got to get a, yeah, get some big penis. Now, I am going to take that bet that you made about the uh, McDonald's because it says right here, according to the Post, after a night of drinking and sleeping together, Olympians hit up McDonald's at 4.30 a.m. for breakfast because that's when they open for uh, for the teammates. Oh, but here's the thing, but it makes perfect sense because uh, I don't know if we did the story here. I think I, I did it for something else. Um, going through a list of all the junk food that Olympians eat because they train so hard, they can't keep the weight on. Oh. And it's instead of like egg whites and protein, they they stick with like Snickers bars and junk food because the sugar and the cheap carbs make it um, make them put on the weight faster, which they need. I think you actually just proved a brilliant point and reminded me, yeah, that these guys are exercising and working out so much they could pretty much they have to eat whatever they want. I mean, it came out after the 2008 Olympics, Michael Phelps's diet every day. Yeah. And let's just say I was really trying to outdo him in that category. Yeah. And that was not easy. But you were doing was, it by competitive chair sitting. Well, I mean, I thought, you know, if I ate like an Olympian, then I'd work out like an Olympian. I just kept eating like right. an Olympian. Now you flip the script. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm doing it all. Yeah. So they, they eat the most crap and junk food because they're trying to get that real quick burst of energy and put on any weight that they possibly can because the, they're so teeny tiny. Interesting. Also, I haven't followed this either. I thought I followed him on Twitter, but I guess I don't because I didn't know this. Do you know who apparently is the biggest fan of the Olympics in the entire country and who loves to tweet the craziest shit about it. Who? Your favorite guy. Hold on to your butts. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson yes. is the Olympic tweeter. He is the biggest cheerleader for everything that is Team USA. It doesn't matter what the category is. He is, they said America. it's unbridled, unrivaled, unsettling tweets about the Olympics from Samuel Jackson. Every word that he writes has the word motherfucking in there somewhere. Of <laughs> quote Samuel motherfucking Jackson. Yeah. It's like I always say about um about uh uh the Dutch that um you can always find the English word somewhere in their bigger word like yeah. Dersen parking spots block. <laughs> like it's the same thing with Samuel L. Jackson. It's uh Fucking uh, jav motherfucker Lynn. Like, <laughs> or whatever you say. And everything is in caps locks and has a ton of exclamation points. Well, the that's guy's just how he talks. Crazy. Yeah. He does not mutter. He is a screaming, enthusiastic, amazing human being who I am obsessed with. He's the best. He says It says it's hard to identify what is his favorite sport is because he tweets like a madman. But it seems like... It might be women's gymnastics. And why Damn. wouldn't it be? I mean, who doesn't love oh, that? Yeah, watch uh, Gabrielle. Yeah, um, he uh, has a lot of color commentary on gymnastics, badminton, which he calls bad motherfucking. <laughs> but the way he spells it, it's bad motherfucking mitten. <laughs> Table tennis, archery, handball, whitewater kayaking, swimming, water polo, beach volleyball, basketball, soccer, field hockey, women's weightlifting, cycling. Boxing, he found boring, but he liked everything else. Yeah, I saw a little bit of the boxing in uh, in a bar, and it not not as a you know because they have to wear the helmet pads yeah. and all this other stuff. It's just because there's so many Olympic rules and regulations. It's not like uh, you know, especially when we go to see a Muay Thai event. It ain't like oh, that. That's the best. And he calls the gymnasts Jim Fucking Nasters. <laughs> 
I gotta follow Sam. Yeah. I, I would just. I'm just gonna read his tweets, and I'm gonna know how the Olympics go. Yeah, seriously. That sounds like a plan. And you know who else is obsessed with the Olympics? Because uh, I don't like the name drop, but hmm. I have taken a might have taken a phone call from our good buddy Arsenio Hall last night. Oh, who by the way, now that I have Google Voice because Chang made me set it up. I can't get it to stop asking people for their name before it'll go to me. Oh, shit. So every, you know, like if you call me, which you never would. I never would. It'll say before it'll let it ring through to me is, uh, please state your name so the caller, Gina, knows who's calling you. So I get this real pissed off call from Arsenio. <laughs> and I pick it up. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, actually, it's, it's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, but I'm really sorry. So, as a-holy as that is, yeah. I want it. I want it. I want it. And you and I did the listen in with, with the email. Oh, you're ringing. Is that Arsenio? No, but it's a random number that I don't know. It's probably going to be a call from creditor. Yeah, we don't want to talk to them. Um, so we were talking, and he kept like you know being super distracted because I thought what I was saying was super interesting. And he just he is glued. He's like anything, you know, pole vaulting, pommel horse. <laughs> what it doesn't matter. He is obsessed. These guys. Love the Olympics. I, I think I'm going to spend a little bit of this weekend. I mean, we have such a busy weekend, but oh, any free time I have today, tomorrow, I think I'm going to go recap, look at the best of the Olympics. And if there's anything you guys saw this week that was so like fascinating, dude, you got to check out that moment. Email us, pretty good podcast at gmail.com. Hit us yeah. on Facebook, facebook.com slash Randy Wang, facebook.com slash Gina Grad. Yeah. Anything we have to see. Oh, and by the way, something I didn't include because I'm an idiot. Some of the names coming out of the uh, Olympics are amazing. This uh, one proto just reminded me one of the best names uh, is an Asian guy. He's track and field. You suck him. <laughs> Sounds more like a demand than a name. There's also. Um, you suck him. There's Destiny Hooker. And there's uh, there's a lot of uh, really unfortunate names. That Destiny Hooker. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And there were so many other ones. That's the only one I can remember, and though. you got to remember, one of these names, no matter how crazy it is, it is, you get that gold medal, you're going to be on the box of kicks. Yeah, you suck him. Yeah, Wheaties. All right. Uh, do we have to get out of here? We have got to get out of we here. Make didn't way. get to prison jobs, which we will do on the Pretty Good Podcast next, next week. Because it's Awesome. Oh, yeah. It's so good. We got to get out of here and make way for the Heidi and Frank show. Yeah, the of course. Royalty. If you didn't hear the whole show today, if you've got XM satellite radio, you can hear the replay of it tomorrow. Yes, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. XM Extreme Talk 165. We're on every single day, Monday through Thursday, prettygoodpodcast.com. And uh, of course, every Friday, right here at Toad Hop Network, a, uh, 8, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Randy Wang, Gina Grad, Elijah Black, thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.